intents and purposes, the Atlanta Falcons plan or seem to plan on rolling with Desmond Ritter as their starting quarterback in 2023. And I respect it. You drafted a guy last year. You kind of developed him, or at least you kind of just threw him into the fire and see what he could do. Uh, because, I mean, let's be real. Marcus Mariota wasn't getting it done. And I do think... We saw some good things from Desmond Ritter last year that does warrant the opportunity to be able to at least move forward with that opportunity in 2023. Now, uh, when we talk about today moving on beyond that and, and specifically filling some of these huge needs that the Falcons have in the 2023 NFL draft, there's some good, there's some bad and there is a dream draft scenario that we think could happen for the Falcons. And we're going to take you into that today, bring you into the transition. No, it's not a mock draft, but we are just giving you an idea of what to expect and what we could expect in uh, in the draft. Now, right off the bat, I'm going to just go ahead and start the draft here. Hopefully it, uh, okay, I actually can get behind that. So right off the bat here, you know, you see Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson go. I think that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, I, I mean, Anthony Richardson, uh, this is really going to come down to where these four quarterbacks go between uh, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, all those guys. It really does come down to where those guys are going to go. Now, after that, I think things could get really, 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 really interesting because uh, there's going to be at some point, I believe that the Cardinals are going to be offered a, a trade that they either might not be able to refuse or they're going to roll and stick and pick with either Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. That I'm okay with. So this is going to be interesting for a couple of those reasons. If the Cardinals do trade out of the uh, out of the third pick, I do think that could uh, potentially, if they, if they trade back farther than the Falcons, which I doubt they will, um, it, it would clearly help the Falcons. But if they don't, uh, you know, I still think that the Falcons can get a very good edge piece or a, a guy, um, you know, that they might want to get. Now, if one of those four quarterbacks drops to him at, at eight, do you think about it? I mean, maybe, but at the same time, you might get some trade offers that might make it a little sweet for you. But, uh, I, I, like, I, I hate to say this, but the number one priority for me is edge. Like, I don't think anybody can argue with this. Uh, I think you really got to go with edge right here. So, uh, for the Falcons at eight, I mean, Tyree Wilson's just sitting there. Like, he's just saying, hello, take me now, have fun with it. And I, I mean, just this man, I, it really would be a lot of fun. Like, his length, his size, all the different things he can do. Um, yes, I absolutely love it. Now, Maybe another uh, a dream draft scenario here is somehow Will Anderson Jr. Because there's also been, like, let's be real. Some people have been overthinking the Will Anderson Jr. portion of this draft, too. So if somehow he falls to you at eight, I mean, you dance around the room. Everybody is uh, taking shots after that because it's uh, everybody's happy. Because uh, he is clearly the best edge rusher in this class. Um, you know, after him, yes, you've got some first-round talents. Guys like Tyree Wilson, Lucas Van S, Nolan Smith. Those guys I'm really excited about. But getting, uh, you know, at eight here, if you get Tyree Wilson, I think you, you are really happy with that um, heading into a day two. So we're going to go ahead and mock Tyree Wilson to uh, the Falcons helping them out on the edge department. Now, you could also go wide receiver here because I also know, I mean, yes, you got Drake London, um, you know, and you've got Kyle Pitts if you can just figure out how to use him. Sorry, Falcons fans. Uh, you know, you've got some weapons there. If you want to get Quentin Johnston... <sighs> I really feel like you don't need to get him an eight. I really feel like you're going to be able to trade down and get a very solid receiver. Maybe even in the second round, Drake London's that big guy. I'm going to go quit, or I'm going to go Tyree Wilson here at nine, and then see what they've got for us. Um, you know, potentially in that uh, second round because at oh, you know, I mean, oh, corners there. Um, you no, know, Tui Polotu. Do we just double down on it? So again, I, I think that you're going to have so many options uh, going. Oh, by the way, there's no way the Jets take back-to-back tackles. I'm sorry, at 42 and 43, there's just no way. But I mean, I guess we've strange, uh, seen stranger things happen. But now when you get into the second round here, I think a best case scenario is a guy like Jalen Hyatt falling to you. Uh, maybe even Jordan Addison. How does he fall into the second round to the to the Texans? That's wild. Let's see. Where did Jalen Hyatt go? Darnell Wright went. 
Okay, fine. But, you know, again, I really feel like Jalen Hyatt is the guy I've had my crush on this entire draft. So he's sitting there at 77. If he falls to you in the second round, I would be very, very excited for that. But again, Tuli Tuopoloto is there. This is a pretty deep edge class. This wide receiver class, it's good, but it's not as to what we've seen over the past couple of years. Like, there's no Drake London in London's in this draft. There's no Justin Jefferson's in this class, at least on paper for now. Uh, but I think that 44, if you're here, I think Jalen Hyatt would be a fantastic option. If you can get him in the third, that's awesome as well. Um, you know, uh, and just kind of go from there. If you want to double down an edge, I mean, uh, I get it. But a dream draft scenario here is Jalen Hyatt or Jordan Addison or, you know, uh, guys like Josh Downs being there for you in the second round here. I definitely think that is something you got to watch out for. And then the rest of the draft, yes, you can go after your quarterback of the future. Like uh, a dream draft scenario specifically in the third round. I mean, does Hendon Hooker follows you all the way there? I doubt it. But, I mean, that would be something uh, that you would seriously take a look at. I know with Desmond Ritter and company on this roster, uh, you really want to see what you got. But if you want to help him out, I think you got to help him out defensively as well. Uh, you also got to get safety help in this draft somehow or another. So, you know, J.L. Skinner to me would be a fantastic pickup either in the third or fourth round. He's a ball hawk. He would be a lot of fun in this defense. So, you know, you want to talk about dream draft scenarios i think it starts at nine getting the best edge rusher on the board again dream draft scenario would be will anderson falling to you but tyree wilson is also a really really good consolation prize uh then getting into the second round getting one of the better wide receivers in this draft jalen hyatt i definitely think warrants being an early second round pick um and, and getting up there again josh downs all those guys so those are dream draft scenarios and then finally um you know as far as the safety need jl skinner uh you know antonio johnson uh you know coming up out of usc i'm really excited about too so there's a lot of players in this draft but uh dream draft scenarios as for the Falcons I think we went over them uh, but let us know what you guys think what is the best case scenario for the Atlanta Falcons what is the dream draft scenario for the Falcons um, also in the description down below you'll find all of our social media platforms so give us a like and a follow there also remember to give us a listen and sub on iTunes and finally if you have anything else you'd like us to cover send us an email at the sportsbp at yahoo.com or uh, uh, or put it in the comment section down below and we would love to cover but let us know what you guys think about the dream draft scenarios for the Atlanta Falcons in the 2023 NFL draft the Detroit Lions are coming for the NFC North. I've said it multiple times, and it is what it is at this point. And I think with a solid draft, i.e. really helping out the defense uh, in this draft, they can really start to uh, take positive steps towards taking the NFC North. And today we are going over the dream draft scenarios for the Detroit Lions in the 2023 NFL Draft so we can see what's the best and worst case scenarios at 6 and uh, I believe 18 that they hold. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun kind of heading into this one and just seeing where the chips fall uh, and uh, going from there. So uh, we're going to go ahead and start... Uh, the transition here and just kind of looking again this isn't a mock draft this is just uh you know this is us just taking a look at what possibly could go down for the line so six uh careful position value blah 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 blah. okay we're gonna go ahead and start the draft so right off the bat bryce young cj start at this point it really is a toss-up between those two um you know going between one and two so uh and then yes uh the the cardinals i really do believe they're gonna get a bounty for that third overall pick like let's be real uh, and again, if they want to stick and pick and get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr., that's fine. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I think that the best case scenario here is that the the uh, the Cardinals, excuse me, do trade out of that number three pick. Maybe we only move down maybe to like four or something like that. Or maybe you get another team like the Vikings or uh, the Falcons or uh, another quarterback nitty team, even like the Titans have been rumored to. Maybe a team trades up maybe back in the later rounds where the Cardinals can get multiple firsts or, mul maybe, or multiple seconds, excuse me, maybe even trade back up into the first round. That gives the Lions a really good opportunity, uh, potentially. I mean, even if they want to trade up for Jalen Carter, like that's literally the best case scenario for the Lions. If somehow 
They end up with Jalen Carter at six. Uh, I, it just it just wouldn't be fair. It absolutely would not be fair. I under, I don't understand what could happen to make that uh, happen at this point. But you know uh, the best case scenario is that the Lions end up with Jalen Carter at six, and then at eighteen you get uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Quentin Johnston, uh, or one of those number one wide receivers. Again, those two are the only two guys I really feel comfortable taking with uh, either at eighteen. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, but I mean at six it's Jalen Carter. The worst case scenario would kind of actually might look a little something like this because I don't want to take Quinton Johnson or Quentin Johnson, excuse me, at six. And I really don't uh, want to take either J- JSN or Quentin Johnson at six. Like, I think that's just a little bit too high. I think the Lions' worst-case scenario could trade down from six, maybe for a team that wants to go maybe up for the top corner in the draft. Maybe somebody wants to trade up for Peter Skaronsky or Tyree Wilson. He's going to be a stud coming up out of Texas Tech. So the worst-case scenario is, okay, trading down, maybe getting a guy like Kalijah Kansi at, uh, you know, let's say, you know, just for uh, all intents and purposes, you know, and I, again, I don't think Will Levis is going to be that guy. But let's say you want to go ahead, and uh, this is just me speaking, balling here you still want to help out the cornerback room and you go Devin Witherspoon fine okay we go Devin Witherspoon if that if the board falls that way but at 18 like Brian Bruzzi being there would be a dream fit also um, because you got to know Kalijah Kansi's most likely definitely going to go um, in the uh, middle to late teens so yeah he's he could be there for the line so that would be if you go corner Kalijah Kansi being there or Brian Bruzzi being there um, immediately being two guys that really help out stack out the defense uh, and then going from there in the second round and helping out linebacker would be amazing so at this spot Brian Bruzzi uh, I mean, would be the dream scenario there. And then, yes, uh, what's the worst case? Brian, Brian Brozzi's gone. You have to wait until the second round. Who is a guy that I feel really comfortable with taking? Maybe a guy like uh, Mazzie Smith would be really fun. Um, you know, but when you get into the second round, like this is, uh, you know, one of those places where, you know, you could get Drew Sanders, you could get Jack Campbell. Obviously, you know, Jack Campbell's not there right now, but getting a guy like Drew Sanders to really help out that um, that linebacker room. Also, if you wanted to help out the offensive lineman, uh, especially as offensive lineman room, excuse me, specific, uh, specifically right guard that would make a lot of sense so uh but here there's a lot of defensive pieces here you'll you already got brian buzzy uh Bruzzi. keanu benton's there drew sanders is there like literally you've got a lot of pieces here on that defensive side of the football uh that would be really really interesting plus you could get a running back you can go in a lot of different directions here jameer gibbs is there so uh, honestly uh, the detroit Lions are in a really good spot at six and 18 in the first round then also um sitting there at 48 and 55 so you're going to be in a spot where you're going to get a star defensive tackle you're probably going to get some help in the uh you know some other help along uh, that first run. I would say most likely a corner if I was a betting man, mainly because, again, this is such a deep corner class, so even if they do trade down and they don't want one of those top guys, that's fine, but I do see them getting corner help at some point in the draft, also getting a star defensive tackle like Kalijah Kansi, uh, Bri- uh, Brian Bruzzi, I can't say his name this entire video, or even, even again, the best case scenario, Jalen Carter falling to him would be a lot of fun, but we won't talk about the dream draft scenarios, and it really starts with the Detroit Lions getting better on defense in any one of those regards, uh, whether it's at D tackle corner linebacker also maybe getting some running back and right guard help would make a lot of sense also yes getting a wide receiver would make some sense too but again i I really at 18 whether it's Quinton Johnston or JSN, I really don't see, uh, other than those two guys going, I don't see them really taking a guy in the first round. But in the second, Jalen Hyatt too. I know he's a guy we need to mention. But uh, let us know what you guys think. That is it for our dream draft scenarios for the Detroit Lions in the 2023 NFL Draft. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below. Leave a like and a comment. It helps people find the show. We greatly appreciate all your guys' love and support. You guys are all truly awesome. Down in the description below, you'll find all of our social media platforms. So give us a like and a follow there. Also remember to give us a listen and sub on iTunes. And finally, if you have anything else you'd like us to cover, send us an email at thesportsbp at yahoo.com or put in the comment section down below and we would love to cover it. But let us know what you guys think about our dream draft scenarios for the Detroit Lions in the 2023 NFL Draft.
The Indianapolis Colts might be, I said might, be in the toughest position heading into the 2023 NFL Draft. And it's not because they have to go select their future franchise quarterback. It's because of where they are, specifically voice crack in the middle of, uh, or like in the middle of this whole thing, just really trying to see where they're going to have to select their future franchise quarterback. Because at four, obviously, you've got the Panthers and the Texans who are the first two picks. The, Car the Cardinals could trade out of three, uh, really leaving the Colts in a position where, you know, you try to get the best quarterback available and then maybe go defense after that or maybe try to help out the offensive line or something like that. But really, if you ask me, I, I think that there's a couple of different things that could be really dream draft scenarios for the Indianapolis Colts uh, that I think you could be really excited excited about. Now we're going to go ahead and bring in a transition here and just kind of just show you. Now this isn't a mock draft. We're just looking at what could potentially happen for the Indianapolis Colts and I'm really excited about it. So uh, right off the bat, you get the, the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans, who are clearly, again, most likely going to, I'm just going to bring it in here, most likely going to go quarterback, whether it's C.J. Stroud and Anthony uh, Richardson, whatever, that's fine, uh, whatever whatever it was, doesn't matter. Uh, also, Jalen Carter, yes, but when you get to four, obviously there's going to be some guys that, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud, if he makes it to you at four, you're probably getting up and doing a little dance. I do think that if that happens uh, with Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson, there's going to be teams calling for the third overall pick, uh, and the Cardinals might take that. So what's a dream draft scenario I think the dream draft scenario here is the Cardinals don't accept any trade offers they just roll with Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. wherever they want to go I think they need more help on edge but will Jalen Carter to me would be a lot of fun too so uh, but you know a uh, dream draft scenario honestly would probably be something like this where CJ Stroud falls to you at number four or your quarterback of your choice falls to you or it could be you know the Panthers go quarterback at one uh, I, I really don't envision a world uh, or seeing a, a place where the Texans don't take a quarterback at number two overall because again I know they're not going to be good next year but eat like a dream you want to talk about a dream draft scenario if somehow the Texans just go with like you know Jalen Carter at two or something like that or D end uh with Will Anderson or whatever they want to do because I know that you know uh D'Amico Ryans really wants to get after the passer and I understand that but at the end of the day if they go uh with defensive player at two there's going to be a, ha a hailstorm of trade offers uh to the Cardinals at number three and it would really work out in the Colts favor because no matter who goes at number three they're still going to have some pretty good choices with that fourth overall pick or they could trade up to number three so at this particular spot if this is how it unfolded and and uh and the Cardinals just stuck can pick I mean CJ Stroud I I really don't see how you can go anywhere else uh here now again this is just a simulation we're just looking at all the different things that could happen now let's say you're out of like you know it goes a team does trade up to that third overall pick we want to look at both sides so you got you know uh, obviously Anthony Richardson CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in any order going the, for those first three picks and then after that it's like do you want to go Will Levis do you want to trade down you know I think that if you trade down I'm okay with that uh, but overall it would be uh, very interesting to see if uh, you know, if they do trade down, how far? Who do they pick at quarterback? Who do they want to roll with? Uh, and I think that would be overall pretty interesting. But you know, then you get into the second round here. Uh, you know, a, a dream draft scenario. I think uh, if you want to go guard at Osiris Torrance, I love it. He'll be immediately. Uh, he, you just immediately plug and play. He's uh, he's going to be a lot of fun rolling with him. Uh, but also, I mean, also wide receiver. Uh, there's going to be some fun guys like Josh Downs there. Uh, you know, if you want to help out the defense, I mean, Dion Henley, Adeware uh, is there. Uh, Tua Tua too. I know Edge isn't necessarily a huge need for the Colts, but I mean, there's definitely options here if you really want to go get your guy. Uh, you know, and this is a deep tight end class. 
Uh, so I don't envision them really going and, uh, you know, uh, drafting a tight end if, if they don't need to right away because this is such a deep class. So, you know, I think the Colts are in a really good spot, but overall you do kind of worry about them a little bit. They're, they're probably in the most pressure. Like what happens if someone trades above them? Are they going to have their pick of the quarterbacks? Do they have to trade up themselves? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I think that the Colts overall, we're, we're going to see in a couple weeks. Uh, this is getting more and more fun as the days go by. But uh, let us know what you guys think. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below. Leave a like and a comment. It helps people find the show. Uh, we greatly appreciate all the support that we've gotten and continue to get. You guys are all truly awesome. We love every single one of you. Down in the description below, you'll find all of our social media platforms. So give us a like and a follow there. Also remember to give us a like and or, uh, uh, also remember to give us a listen and sub on iTunes. And finally, if you have anything else you'd like us to cover, send us an email at the sportsbp at yahoo.com or put in the comment section down below and we would love to cover it. But let us know what you guys think about our dream draft scenarios for the Indianapolis Colts. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be in Trade City at number three, and I think it could be a pretty a pretty good haul. Like I really do think that the the Arizona Cardinals could still trade down to like seven or or whatever, maybe even just trade down one spot to the Colts. And I think that they could really get some stuff uh, because honestly, I mean, clearly they're going to take the best defensive player that they can, or at least we think, uh, and they're going to be a, in a good spot otherwise. Or if they just stick and pick, that's cool. So, but we have to ask ourselves, what is the dream draft scenarios for the Arizona Cardinals heading forward into the 2000? 23 NFL draft and I think there's a couple of different scenarios that you would love to see uh, uh, specifically for the Cardinals as we get rolling here uh, just to kind of show you a couple of different things now I want to specify before I bring you guys into a transition I don't want to confuse anybody this is not a mock draft we're just running through the different scenarios that we can see happening uh, for the Arizona Cardinals so uh, this is uh, just kind of just going using the mock draft simulator here uh, and entering the draft. So at the top of the draft here, uh, yeah, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, whoever goes at one, two, whatever. Now, the Cardinals are going to be in a spot here where, you know, if they want to trade down, I think that there's going to be a lot, a lot of suitors, especially uh, trying to get ahead of the Colts, who everybody knows obviously needs a quarterback at this point. So there's the Raiders that are immediately trying to trade up. Uh, and, you know, honestly, uh, any one of these teams could really be looking to uh, – the only team I really see not getting an edge player or not uh, getting a quarterback, excuse me, is the Seattle Seahawks because I still think the Lions could be on a quarterback. Clearly, the Raiders are going to be on a quarterback. Uh, and then uh, the Seahawks, uh, I really – I do think, obviously, and as well as the Colts, we knew that. But if we want to trade up uh, or trade back, I mean, the Bears – I mean, why would the Bears want to trade up three? Come on. I think we could get something here. I think the Falcons, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to roll with Desmond Ritter. I think you can get uh, like a 2-4-4 four, four, uh, and just trading down four spots just as a, you know, I mean, I, I really don't think you're going to get future first because, I mean, uh, the Cardinals don't need a quarterback. So uh, a 2-4-4 four, four, uh, just to be able to trade down a couple spots makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and now my mock draft simulator isn't working. That's fantastic. But, um Oh, cool. Okay. So, yeah, resuming the draft here, you get a 2-4-4, maybe even a 2-3. Uh, maybe you can get two twos. I, I really, again, I really do think the trade compensation is going to be really nice for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, when we resume the draft, you know, you still have, uh, you know, Will Anderson Jr. I mean, again, I... <sighs> I think the, the Cardinals, this particular, how this worked out, I don't love it because I still want the Cardinals to either get uh, a guy that is the top defensive player in Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. And so 
I, I again I think they have to be careful about how far they trade down if they love a guy like Kalijah Kansi or whatever that they want to trade down and they can still get some picks for fantastic I love it uh, but if they also you know at the end of the day like Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. at three take him if the if the trade compensation isn't there that's going to be what it comes out to but I mean just sitting right here uh, I, I think that uh, the Cardinals need help in a lot of different areas uh, plus you're going to be back at 34 and 44 and again this is not a mock draft just kind of taking a look at different things. And again, I, I, the trade compensation could be really good for the Arizona Cardinals in this spot. And could they trade back up into the first? You know, I think a, a dream draft scenario is getting enough capital to move back, uh, getting your defensive player, but also maybe moving up for another guy, maybe a corner or someone along the offensive line. I, I really don't think that there is, other than Peter Skaronsky, I really don't think there's a guard in this class or an interior offensive lineman that I would take in the first round. Like, I just hate to say it, but it's just, that's just the, the reality of the situation. Maybe Osiris Torrance, maybe that's it. But you want to talk about dream draft scenarios again. I think it starts with, okay, how far do you trade down? What's your compensation look like? Uh, and then you go from there. And again, who do you like uh, when you do trade down and potentially lose out on a Will Anderson Jr. or a, a guy like Jalen Carter? Which, again, I don't think is going to be um, necessarily the goal here. But again, the the, the, uh, the Cardinals are in a really good spot. They're going to get some capital. It's just a question of how much and how far are they going to look to trade down. Or maybe they just stick and pick. I love it either way. Uh, but let us know what you guys think. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below leave a like and a comment it helps people find the show we greatly appreciate all the support that we've gotten and continue to get uh, down in the description down below you'll find all of our social media platforms so give us a like and a follow also remember to give us a listen and sub on itunes and finally if you have anything else you'd like us to cover send us an email at the sportsbp at yahoo.com or put it in the comment section down below and we would love to cover but let us know what you guys think about our dream draft scenarios for the arizona cardinals <laughs>
especially because the Cardinals are most likely going to trade down from three, or at least look, looks like they could, um, because they're going to get a lot of offers. Uh, trust me, especially with a lot of teams looking to trade up for a quarterback. But overall, Kalaji Kansi, Christian Gonzalez is there to help out that defense a little bit more. Um, if I'm faced with this particular decision, especially because you're going to be back in the third round, I think the best case scenario here is, you know, Quentin Johnston is there or one of the top receivers, like maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba, even though it just recently came out that NFL teams really only view JSN as the only first-round wide receiver in this draft. I don't know. I really don't know about that because, to me, I have really felt like, uh, you know, no matter who you get uh, at the wide receiver position in this draft, uh, Quentin Johnston for my money is is that dude um even though jsn is still a really good player anyway best case scenario you can get uh quinn johnson or jsn here at 12 as well we'll see how the board falls or if you want to go in a direction where you help out the offensive line i think that's going to be really advantageous later on but right here i go kalijah can't see if it's me again not a mock draft just kind of looking at how things go here when you get early into the second round i mean you're going to have your your pick um of all of the centers so steve avila who can play guard or center you're going to have your pick of joe Tittman, who i think you might be able to get at six 65 or 73 so right here you're also going to have your uh, your picks of the wide receivers and josh downs um i really do not see uh, nathaniel tank dell being a first round draft pick but i mean if there's an early war run on wide receivers he definitely could go there but i think nathaniel tank dell is going to be there obviously josh downs is going to be there uh but also again you're going to have your pick of the centers as well. So right here in this particular spot, I think you're sitting pretty. And then when you get into the third rounds, I think that's when you're really going to start to shore up the rest of this team uh, and uh, you know take their care of the rest of these needs. Now right here, uh, I've got quarterback taken care of. i got D-line taken care of. Uh, again, not a full mock draft, just kind of running through the best case scenarios we see here. Uh, worst case scenario, I mean, you're out of wide receivers, which again, if there is a run, I doubt it. But if it happens, uh, the Texans may need to wait till the third round to get a guy because, I mean, BPA right now, right here, I mean, this is tough. I mean, you could go tight end. You could help get Dewan Jones here, uh, help out the rest of that defense. But to me, I, Nathaniel Tank Dell all the way at 33 here. I think he is just too good to pass up. I oh, Jalen Hyatt, too. He's going to be an absolute stud. Jalen Hyatt could legitimately go in the first round. That would be my absolute goal. Whoops. Going to go wide receiver here. So Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt could easily be a first-round wide receiver, but then you get into the third round. This is where things are going to get really interesting for the Texans because, as it shows here, I've seen Luke Whipler fall all the way to the third round. John Michael Schmitz is most likely going to be there, who was once regarded as the best center in the draft. So uh, the Texans are in a really good spot. And when we talk about dream draft scenarios, I really think the Texans are going to be uh, right in the middle of it. They're going to get the pick of their guys uh, that they want to develop and move forward with, and I think that they're in a really good spot. Uh, but that's been kind of a look at the dream draft scenarios for the Houston Texans in the 2023 NFL Draft. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below. Leave a like and a comment. It helps people find the show. We greatly appreciate all the support that we've gotten and continue to get. You guys are all truthfully awesome. We love every single one of you. Down in the description below, you'll find all of our social media platforms. So give us a like and a follow there. Also remember to give us a listen and sub on iTunes. And finally, if you have anything else you'd like us to cover, send us an email at thesportsbp at yahoo.com or put it in the comment section down below and we would love to cover it. But let us know what you guys think about our dream draft scenarios for the Houston Texans. The Carolina Panthers moved heaven and earth to be able to move up to the first overall selection in the 2023 NFL Draft, trading with the Chicago Bears. And I love it. I love it because 
Frank Reich and company, Scott Fitterer, these guys are moving up for their guy. I felt like it was needed uh, after Matt Rule. There needed to be a fresh breath of air with this thing. It absolutely did. Like Sam Darnold wishing nothing but the best. I believe he went to the 49ers. But they needed to go get their guy, and they absolutely are going to do that with the first pick in this draft. So uh, I just kind of running through. Oh, I forgot to kind of go through our prelude here. So today we're doing a kind of a dream draft scenario for the Carolina Panthers. What could happen? Who could fall? What uh, What's it going to look like? after they select that number one uh, quarterback and future franchise quarterback here uh, who's going to potentially see a little bit of time behind Andy Dalton. So moving things along here, uh, just trying to get things moving here. So seven-round mock draft, yes, going to go ahead and enter this one. Uh, you know, as far as things kind of look here, I really feel like the Panthers are in a spot where they're going to obviously get who they want. I think it's C.J. Stroud, and obviously this picking right here will kind of, uh, you know, whoever they want to pick there, fine. They're going to go get, get they're going to go get their future franchise quarterback, whoever that may be. And no, they're not going to trade out of number one. Stop it. They wouldn't have uh, traded all that unless they get like five first-round picks. Then maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, but overall here, now you're into the second round. They still kept their early second-round pick from the Bears. Like, that's just uh, – Scott Fitterer just kind of fleeced him on that one. Now, uh, the rest of this pans out could be interesting because I think that the Panthers at 39 are going to target specific guys. Uh, you know, they want some more wide receiver help. I know they want some more edge help as well. Uh, maybe some depth along the offensive line. Maybe some more help along the interior. Uh, and maybe more defensive pieces because this offense looks really good all of a sudden. The defense has always been good. So if you want to get that number two wide receiver, I think this is literally a dream draft scenario right here. Uh, I think at 39, they're going to be in a position uh, to get whoever they want between um, Josh Downs and Nathaniel Dell out wide receiver. Fantastic. Also, Tyreek Stevenson is there. Uh, Steven uh, Vila, even though, uh, I mean, uh, Bozeman, we love at center. We're not even going to go there. But this is honestly a dream draft scenario. Now, if you want to trade down a couple of spots with, say, a team like the Jets, uh, I, I think you could do that and get a couple more picks. But a dream draft scenario here would be getting your uh, wide receiver too, like Nathaniel Dell, a field-stretching guy, as well as Josh Downs. Those guys would be a lot of fun. Also, Jalen Hyatt would be a lot of fun in this uh, particular situation. But I'm going to go Tuli Tuopolotu. Again, this is not a mock draft, but we're just kind of looking how things would go here. Um, and uh, Tua Pelotu would just be an absolute steal there. But uh, when you get into the third round here, uh, you know, as far as a wide receiver, uh, you still got some dudes here that I think could make uh, things a lot of fun. Now, I probably should have gone Jalen Hyatt because we can still do some things. Jaden Reed is a guy that slept on too much. He would be a lot of fun. Trey Palmer also can fly too. So as far as dreams draft scenarios, you're in that particular spot. Uh, and I think that the, the, the Panthers really are going to be uh, in a really good spot in the first three rounds because they're going to get their quarterback. They're going to get their pick at wide receiver slash edge uh but i and i know i messed up here but bear with me you need to go a wide receiver here rather than edge i messed up there they can get an edge player at any point here go get that number one wide receiver behind adam thielen develop him a little bit and uh, have some fun with it because i think that uh you know this potential wide receiver paired with that number one quarterback and some more help on this defensive side of the football particularly edge this is going to be a lot of fun for the panthers i think it's going to be really hard for him not to get a home run pick here uh and uh, really roll with it uh but let us know what you guys think what are the dream draft scenarios for the Carolina Panthers. Make sure you guys like and subscribe down below. Leave a like and a comment. It helps people find the show. We greatly appreciate all the support that we've gotten and continue to get. You guys are all truthfully awesome. We love every single one of you. Down in the description below, you'll find all of our social media platforms. So make sure you guys give us a like and a follow there. Also remember to give us a listen and sub on iTunes. And finally, if you have anything else you'd like us to cover, send us an email at thesportsbp at yahoo.com or put in the comment section down below and we would love to cover it. But let us know what you guys think about the dream draft scenarios for the Carolina Panthers in the 2023 NFL Draft.